back to another episode of Fangirl Fever. This is episode 41 and also the second to last episode of the season. So I'm getting nervous but excited. So let's get into, oh, I didn't even say what we're talking about today. Today, we're going to be talking about Lord's third album, Solar Power. And we've been talking about this for like weeks now. We're so excited. But let's jump into our favorite post of the week first. It was hard for me to pick one this week because I saw a lot of funny tweets about people's reactions to solar power. But I'm going to go with this TikTok. It'll be linked in our document as always. Um, It was just this guy like walking or whatever. um, But he put like a full screen of text. And it says, when you realize that in liability, Lord said they're going to watch me disappear into the sun. But then her whole next album is all about the beauty of stepping into the sun and how she realized that maybe some of the scariest slash loneliest roads we take in life are the ones that will make us the happiest and most fulfilled. Wow, she's like, I know that's crazy. I don't even think my brain like if I was a songwriter or an artist, I wouldn't be able to Mm -hmm. think of that. Okay, so this TikTok and, an, and another tweet that I'll bring up again at the end of the episode are like the two things that really helped me understand like Lord's whole process of like rebranding herself and all that jazz. But yeah, what's yours? Okay, I just found it. I texted you about this, but it's been not alleged. It's just there has been talk of Ariana releasing a beauty brand, like a makeup brand. Mm-hmm called REM or yeah REM beauty because yeah. there have been like logos and names um copyrighted for the brand mm-hmm. which I think is very interesting because honestly I never really expected this from Ariana mm-hmm. considering she has like fragrances and she makes a lot of money off of that but yeah. I'm not mad about it um you know what the one thing I don't like about that is that it sounds so similar to rare beauty which is Selena Gomez's line a lot of people were saying that like but, she could go like she could do like moonlight makeup, you know? Yeah, moonlight. Yeah, moonlight makeup would be cool. But I know she loves REM. Like REM's her favorite song. So yeah, whatever. I think it's cute. The logo looks really cute. It's like a cloud, and then the warped. Of like, course, text. it's a cloud. We wouldn't classic Ariana stuff. But I just don't really know what to expect because I feel like like Fenty Beauty is so like high quality. I've never used mm-hmm. Rare Beauty, but I've heard good things about it. So I just don't know yeah. if it's like that caliber. oh my god fenty beauty x rem what, what was it rem beauty yeah rem, rem beauty. beauty collab imagine imagine if rihanna does a rem beauty lyric in one of her songs oh my god you know what i'm saying yeah real ones know yeah so that's my favorite post i'll link the tweet below because it has like the screenshots and stuff okay. so yeah so now on to oh by the way today is sunday that we're recording because it's the lord's day like Mm -hmm. lord ella lord so anyways first song on solar power is the path what did you think okay um i listened to this one let me just explain i listened to this once just all the way through Mm -hmm. and then the second time i listened to it i looked at the genius annotations and i liked it all well, there were some standout tracks. I liked it on the mm-hmm. first listen, but I feel like Lord is one of those artists where you not need the genius annotations, but they just like I need the up. genius annotations. Like, it, it just makes it more ex- like you. It's an experience when you l- know yeah. what she's talking about more, and you're like, 
Yeah, I like this because like I just feel like re- reading the path obviously was the first one that I saw in Genius, mm-hmm. and there were so many annotations that were very important to like understand the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I love I loved it as an opening track because it's she's super literal and she has meaning about what, everything she's saying. And it's just like her being honest about where she's been because she's yeah. kind of been MIA for a few years, which I like. And then I mm-hmm. love the lyric where she's talking about how she stole a fork from the Met Gala. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. The two references that she had about the Met Gala, um, one of them about um, her showing up in the cast and people were signing it like that's kind of iconic and I wonder if this is also like foreshadowing that she might go to the Met Gala that's coming up mm-hmm. maybe it is like maybe. I, I haven't seen anybody tweet about that but I'm going to literally lose my mind if she does because it's been a while since she went um but anyways unlike you at first I did not like this as an opening track but then I read through the genius annotations and I'm just like okay this is the perfect opening track it makes so much sense because it kind of um reminds people of who she is and also in a way introduces like new listeners Mm -hmm. so I really liked that and I think this was part of the course or like the last verse um she explains that even though she's like a celebrity she has fame she's still like she's very private person and she doesn't want people to rely on her or just public figures in general and that we should um lean on nature as a healing mechanism instead of other people which is a personal attack because I have a very strange attachment to a lot of my favorite celebrities so ouch yeah I think it's kind of I'm just looking at this now this kind of came into my head how she says like looking for a savior well that's not me I think it's mm-hmm. kind of funny because her name's Lord and every, yeah. like if you look at her name like people are like Lord they think of God first she's and God's like, like the savior Jesus. yeah it's just yeah. like I feel like she has a lot of like biblical references or subtle biblical references mm-hmm. which I think is very interesting but I think it kind of catches everybody for everybody up to speed exactly what's going on and like is a biography about her in like a yeah. three minute song mm-hmm. so we're off to a good start so far Mm-hmm. And track two is Solar Power, which is the lead single. And also the album is named after Solar Power. Um, what do you think? Okay. I know this song got like a ton of hate because everyone was like, this isn't, this isn't lower. Like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? But I think it captures the world of the album super well because it's very summery and lighthearted and fun, mm-hmm. but also has a little bit of a deeper meaning. Um, I, I think it shows her growth as an artist and as a person. And I like this song. And if you don't, you're not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her first two albums are very much like nighttime. You can listen to it by yourself type albums. But I saw one of her fans. Oh, it was the account that run did Lord release an album today. She wrote um, like this public letter that's addressed to Lord. And she was saying how somewhere Lord said solar power was meant to be an album that is with other people. You're like out and about. And I totally agree because I, I listened to it at night at first and I was like, okay, I could get used to this. But then yesterday on my drive, I listened to it and it was a completely different experience. So grab your besties, get in your car and just like drive to the beach and solar power is a way different listening experience I totally agree like solar power the song I just picture like the lyrics in it when she's like 
the girls are dancing in the sand. That's you know me I think the whole time. Solar power is watermelon sugar's distant cousin. It is like the vibe of the music video is too similar. Yeah. But very true. Um, but yeah, we've talked about this before, so I don't mm. think we really have anything else to add. But honestly, I'm still never getting over that. I'm kind of like a prettier Jesus lyric. She really I did know, that. it's so iconic. Like some people just, it's just, I don't know. She just mm-hmm. knows what to do with yeah. lyrics. Okay, track three, California. Can't believe she's the governor of California. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about this one? I think this song is a very interesting song. I like it a lot, but it's interesting to me because I feel like in the U.S. or maybe globally, a lot of people think California, L.A., Hollywood is like super cool. I want to live there. I want to be famous. And Mm -hmm. she's kind of like, no, it's not really like that. I don't really want to be here all the time. And I know she she said on in an interview, I don't remember which one, but she said that she still likes California. It's just like not really a place she wants to be all the time yeah and this song it reminds me a lot of um olivia o'brien's song no love where she's like there's oh, no love in yeah. la mm-hmm. i don't like la and oh olivia God, that totally did not click for me olivia always says things about like i want to move back home and mm-hmm. la is just not for me like everyone's fake so i think it's yeah. very interesting Okay, so for someone who's lived in California all her life and can't imagine living anywhere else, I love this song. Like, I just love how it sounds, mm-hmm. um, especially the first verse. I think it's really cool how she built um, this imagery for us of the moment she realized she's famous now and her life is never going to be the same. Love that. I think that's one of my favorite parts of this whole album, actually. And the chorus, when she's just saying she doesn't want that California love, I sing that part with my whole chest. It's so good. And I think that was the second time I listened to the song was when I realized that I actually really do like this album because of that part. I don't know. That part just gave me a good feeling. Yeah, I feel like this song is fun, but it's also very, it's not like a super happy song, but it sounds really happy. Yeah, and it's so interesting to me that you say that because in one of her later songs, it sounds sad, but it's like a lovey-dovey song. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I think California would have been a really good single. I agree. It kind of, it doesn't give me Lana vibes, but just the name California is very Lana. Yeah, because Lana has a song in <laughs> California too. Mm-hmm. I also love um, the line, um, bye to the kids in the lines for the new song. Yes. Like that Iconic. is so funny because if you go, I think it's Melrose, right? It's on Melrose. Um, I think it's Fairfax. Okay, if you go to Fairfax, one of those. Literally, there's lines of like children waiting outside Supreme. It's so mm-hmm. funny. Always. <laughs> it's also where Chris Clemens films his really funny street videos too. So oh, I love those. I need to, I need to go see him. So that's that. And next is the second single, "Stone at the Nail Salon." Okay. I like this song and I think it was a good single choice because I feel like it's classic Lord, but mm-hmm. she's grown up, which is kind yeah. of this whole album. But she's reflecting and allowing herself to feel sad, which I feel like some people don't do. And she's mm-hmm. just kind of talking it out. Yeah. I-, I like this song. I think it was a good choice. It's nothing like it's iconic because she's saying stone at the nail salon, but mm-hmm. That's really you know, you know that um 
Miley Cyrus to me when she's on the red carpet with those blue eyes like staring right at the camera yeah there's so many memes where they relate that that picture and so nothing else on and it cracks me up every single time <laughs> um yeah I totally agree with everything you said um I think somebody said this song sounds most similar to her past work which is why they like it so much but I like it because of the choruses even though I disagree with the part where she says we'll, we'll grow out of the music we loved at 16 because I'm still listening to One Direction, Ariana, Sean, Lord, Lana, all of them still, if not more now than ever. And the cherry on top for me was um, somebody on Genius commenting that lyric and then they said, bruh, that was last year for them because I guess they're 17 now. So yeah, that's how I feel sometimes. Well, that was last year. <laughs> yeah that was really funny I wasn't expecting that comment or anything like it but that's Stone at the Nail Salon all right next song is Fallen Fruit track five five I think yeah um out of all the songs on the album this one just gave me very spooky vibes I don't I guess it's the production on it because the lyrics aren't what really scared me it's this the production just sounds very haunting in a way. I don't know how to describe it. But thanks to Genius, I found out that Claro and Phoebe are the background vocalists on here. I don't hear it, but cool fact, I guess. Love them. Love this trio so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I like this song, but I have one complaint. There's this like beeping noise or this weird noise. Oh my God, in it. I hear it. I hear and it. It sounds exactly like my oven when it's ready. So I think... Like, the first couple times I heard it, I was like, no one's home. Like, why is the oven beeping? But uh-huh. it's it's just the song. No, so Okay. I thought I was going crazy when I heard that. So I didn't know whether I should bring it up or not. But I'm so glad that you did. <laughs> because to me, what it sounds like is, um, <laughs> you know, those the dumpster trucks that comes pick up your trash right it sounds like the beeping noise that they turn on when they're backing up or like a U-Haul truck so I oh my god I'm so glad I'm not the only one who heard it I just think this song would be way better without that because it honestly annoys me it's a little distracting it is like it sounds like something else yeah it just feels out of place it gives the same energy as when songs have police sirens in them and you don't know if it's actual sirens or just part of the song it's just very, like, disorienting when you're not that, expecting it. That's a good word to describe it. Um, my favorite lyric from this song is, but how can I love what I know I am going to lose? Because this, I think, out of context, it sounds like it could relate to, like, any relationship or whatever. But mm-hmm. this song is about, like, climate change. So I guess she's saying, how can I love the earth if she knows she's going to lose it in the future? Yeah, or, like... Even just love someone else if you know, like, we're all going to die because mm-hmm. of this. Olivia O'Brien tease. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose or no? No. <laughs> She's um, gone into our heads. I know. Olivia is just, like, she, I don't know. Even when she, we're not talking about her, she always just somehow comes up, like, yeah. her mind. She we really does. Do. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. Oh, is that all you had to say about Fallen Fruit? That's all. Okay. Next is Secrets of a Girl Who's Seen It All. I think this one is the fan favorite. It's my favorite too. Okay, you go first. Okay, I love this song because I feel like it's classic Lord, but again, grown up. 
mm-hmm. I think it was very necessary for her to write it because if you look back or listen to her old music, I don't know. I feel like this kind of heals everything, mm-hmm. or like it's her it's her future self being like it's gonna be fine. Yeah, but I think this song will probably help me in the future if not now, mm-hmm. because I feel it's very fun and I can like jam to it, but also the lyrics are like, oh my God. Wow. I relate. I think this is one of her best songs ever. First of all, you are so right about like future, her future slash present self talking to like 15 year old self, which is when like, I think she was 15, 16 when ribs came out or something like that. So that's very iconic. Um, my favorite part is when she goes your dreams and inner visions all your mystical ambitions they won't let you down do your best to trust all the rays of light everybody wants the best for you but you've got to want it for yourself especially Mm -hmm. those last two parts oh my god i needed to hear that so bad so i I don't know know. lord always comes through she always knows what we need and i think that's my favorite lyric is that everybody wants the best for you but you gotta want it for yourself because that's very important like a lot of people say the key to loving someone else is loving yourself but it's also very true like yeah it's just true and lord lord just knows how to get that into our brains mm-hmm. now this the outro we need to talk about oh my god i like so unexpected it was so unexpected but so perfect like her it's robin who you said mm-hmm. is a singer songwriter producer yeah she's pretty legendary I never heard of her, but now I love her because her voice is perfect. Mm-hmm. The way she like says everything is so comforting, and I yeah. can like like I literally pictured myself like on a plane, at, no like, same this, at this like dream destination where like I'm just mm-hmm. supposed to discover all these things. Dude, I <laughs> want Black Mirror to make an episode based on the outro because I just know that's gonna be my favorite episode. That would be insane. Yeah, oh my God. and the part about um, be careful with your emotional baggage and make sure it doesn't fall on somebody you love. Mm-hmm. Another ouch, like that really hurt me. Yeah, I don't, oh my I don't God. know how like oh my God, they're just they work so well together. They need a collab again. It's just I don't know. I don't even know. Mm. Like I wish I could go back and listen to the this ending the first time because yeah. it caught me so off guard. Mm-hmm. I was like, welcome to sadness. Hold up. I was like, oh, where are we going with this? I was oh, so good. So good. This is I'm adding this song to my playlist of perfect songs. Yes, I agree. Everything about it is so good. Perfect. OK, and move. it's going to be very hard to be the song that comes after this one. But unfortunately, it's the man with the axe. Well, I mean, not unfortunately, but I just don't think this song should have been directly after the previous song so what yeah. do you think um I wrote wait, where's my thing for this okay I said it's a love song but make it lord I like it but mm-hmm. it's not one of my favorites and I think it might be because I'm not able to really relate to it yeah I don't want to be a hater because it's still a good song with good lyrics mm-hmm. that obviously mean a lot to her but I'm just not like I want to stream this all the time and it is yeah. a little bit underwhelming after that, like, iconic ending of mm-hmm. Secrets from a Girl. Yeah, I feel like maybe if this song was played somewhere else, I would feel a little bit more intrigued to listen to it in a way, I guess. But because we just got off a super strong song, it was hard for me to, like, be interested in this one. 
Mm-hmm. And also same with you. I can't really relate to it. But I think her juxtaposition of starting off calling this guy the boy with the plan and then he turns into the man with the axe. I thought that was really cool. And I haven't seen a lot of artists make that type of comparison before. Yeah, it, it's like a very interesting song. Like the she's very like poetic in this song. Mm-hmm. Oh, which is cool. She said this song started off as a poem, I think. Oh, okay. Well, she she did it right. She Your mind succeeded. But I don't know. I just feel Eh, about yeah. that song. Um, somebody on Genius commented, uh, this was like a month before the song came out or whatever, but they said, I predict the song is going to be about corporations slash industrialization and how it is killing our forests. Boy, were they so wrong. I know. <laughs> That's funny. The top, like, um, the comment on there said, LMAO, y'all were so wrong with the predictions. Mm-hmm. So interesting. And the title, I honestly wouldn't be able to guess based off the title that this was going to be a love song. It just like, what is that guy's name? That big, giant, like, lumberjack guy? I have the, no idea. With the blue bowl? Hold up. Let me look this up. With the blue bowl? Wait, is it Paul Bunyan? Hold up. <laughs> I think Paul it is. Paul Bunyan. Yeah, Paul Bunyan is this giant lun- lumberjack oh. with like an axe. So that's what I think of when I see this name. It's Paul Bunyan. <laughs> I, was, I was about to, to say, are you thinking about Paul Revere? No. <laughs> he is no. not a lumberjack. Okay. Anyways, moving on to dominoes. What do you think? Let me pull up the words. To refresh. She ended Pizza Hut with this song. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. I saw someone comment that, and I was like, what? But now I get it. Because dominoes. Yeah. But um where are my notes okay this song is really sassy and it feels a lot like mood ring but Mm -hmm. more of an interlude vibe because it's shorter and yeah the like setup is different but I think it's Mm -hmm. it's a satirical song it's funny kind of making fun of somebody which I like I I love how you described it as sassy because I never would have thought to describe it that way but I get the same vibe yeah it's just like I don't know. It's kind of a like a lord diss track. Like she's dissing somebody. Honestly, the second the song started, I thought it sounded so familiar to another song. But ever since it came out, I can't figure out what song it is. But I know once I figure out, figure it out, my brain is going to explode because I know for a fact I've heard a song that sounds like this before. Like not lyric wise, but production wise. I'll try to help you. <laughs> but anyways, um, on her YouTube channel, she posted a rooftop performance and Jack was in it too. And I don't know, it just made me like the song a lot more. Like the first listen, it didn't really stand out to me that much until she sang the second verse. But the YouTube video, I loved the whole aesthetic of it. Like her outfit, Jack in the background. There's this one part where they sang a line together. And the bloopers at the end were really cute too. I'll have to watch because that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Also, I think it's a really interesting song title. Like, she brings it up in her lyric very briefly, which yeah. is why I didn't catch it the first time. So I was like, why is the song called Dominoes? Kind of like Claro vibes where she, like, says it mm-hmm. once, but you don't really hear it. Yeah. Now, moving on, I'm guessing the next song is one of your favorites. <laughs> it is. Big star. Okay, you go first then. Okay, so when I first listened to it, I, like, wasn't really listening that deeply. 
mm-hmm. then the genius notes very helped me. It very yeah, much always helped comes me. through. So Big Star is about her dog who died last year, which is so sad. Yeah. Two years ago, which is so sad. Um, I, I well, the way she explains it is like perfect. Um, where's the picture? I have to find this thing because it's like literally, I've never related to something more. Oh yeah. Oh here it is. True. She said, "I w- I just wanted to say how much I loved him and how simple it was." There's a certain feeling when you really love someone, and I'm sure a lot of people have this about their kids, but my dog was like a celebrity to me. I saw him, and I felt that feeling that people feel when looking at their child or they look at someone they really adore. He was like a star to me. I just wanted to take his photo and look at him, which is so cute. Like, it's so just simple. Like, that's honestly how I feel about dogs. Like, Benny, I just want to hang out with him and look at him and take pictures of him. I'm like, oh, my God, you're so cute. I love you. Not you switching up, but last week you were mad because you had to clean up his poop. (laughs) Okay, that's... (laughs) But... No, no, I I, I have the same... I I feel the same way about Charlie. You're right, because I was really mad at him, but... Yeah. um, I just... I can't... Even if I get mad at him, like, literally two hours later, I'll be like, okay, let's go play. Like, I just, there's endless love, and I, I just, when mm-hmm. he does something dumb, I'm like, look away. I didn't notice that. Is, that. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's so, like, big star. I thought she was talking about, like, a star in the sky, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. Cosmo, astro, astro, yeah. astrological girly, but it's actually her dog being a big star, and I was like, okay. I don't know I like if that. you also saw this, but she got a tattoo on her hand of the scratch that her dog gave her. Yeah, it's so cute. Oh my god, that's actually really cute. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What?" I would. I mean, if I were to, I definitely want to get a tattoo in the future. Probably one of them's gonna be related to Charlie, but I don't think I would get something like a scratch. It'll be like a sweet potato, a small sweet potato, because that's his favorite snack or <laughs> something else. Well, there's something else that I'm leaning towards too, but I don't want to put it out there yet because it's a very original idea and nobody can steal it from me. But I'm going to get a Charlie tattoo in the future. I if if I ever get a tattoo of a dog, like you know, have you seen Devin's tattoo of, Mar- of Martin? No, it's I haven't. It's like so cute. It's like a little portrait of him, but it's super tiny oh. and very detailed. Okay, you see the thing is I'm so terrified of getting like portrait tattoos because what if the artist mess up messes up and it doesn't look like the what it's supposed to look like at all? I would definitely have to go to somebody who's like specializes in pet portraits because it's yeah, so like, like it looks like a little like temporary tattoo on her. Uh-huh. Oh, that's good. cute. I saw a TikTok um this girl was explaining this tattoo that she has of a cat and she said that she intended for it to be her cat but she just googled cat and she literally took the first photo because she didn't want the artist to mess up her cat and have her body ruined oh my god we got so off topic like we always do um okay back to my thoughts on big star there's a line she goes but every perfect summer's gotta say goodnight and my insides just I don't know how to describe what happened to me when I heard that, but it's because this is a parallel to liability in which she says, but every perfect summer's eating me alive. The freaking growth that she went through. Um, and with that, in an interview, she said, oh, that lyric from liability was one of her favorites. So I'm so glad that she found a way to rework it into solar power. Mm -hmm. Um, She says, I really love building in those little links and connections between past eras. And I try to be really careful and intentional with how I use language in songs. 
so well said like she's so like elegant in the way she Mm -hmm. speaks like saying language i could listen to her talk all day long yeah she needs to have like a ted talk about literally anything and i would be like anything (laughs) yeah okay we are approaching the end we have three songs left the next one is leader of a new regime okay um i like this song and it's it's an interlude because it's really short or Mm -hmm. i think it is but yeah it is i feel like it feels a lot like fallen fruit just more of like a interlude version of it Mm -hmm. but I like the placement of it in the album after Big Star and before Mood Ring. I feel like it feels really cool. I love the first part where she talks about having to wear SPF 3000, I think it was, Mm -hmm. which I guess is like in in her world, she's saying um, in the future, the climate change has gotten so bad that we need to up our SPF um, amount because of how bad the rays have gone or whatever so that was the one part of the song that I liked I didn't really like it because it gave me Hunger Games vibes and I feel like it didn't like sonically it didn't fit that well with the rest of the songs yeah but yeah and it was like a little too short I mean obviously it's an interlude but it was I feel like this song could have had a bit more potential I feel like this song like the title leader of a new regime it's just like very dystopic Mm-hmm. And it's something that I don't really want to think about all the time because yeah. that's sad. Yeah, and like I feel like this would also be a good inspiration for a Black Mirror episode too. Mm-hmm. They should just get Lord on a writing team. Yeah, like if they can get Miley to be in an episode, they could at least get Lord to give them some more inspiration for an episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, next is the third single, Mood Ring. What were your thoughts? Okay, I I didn't even realize this song came out, and then you texted me, and you were like, Mood Ring is so good, and I was like, hold up, what's Mood Ring? And then I went to <laughs> Spotify, and I was like, Mood Ring, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Then I listened, and you said something about the beginning. It feels like ascension to Lord's mm-hmm. voice. Like, you're going yeah. to heaven where Lord Lord lives. Which and is- she's going to greet you at the gates. Yeah. <laughs> but the That's beginning, like, hooks you in, which I love, mm-hmm. and... Like I said, um, what song? Domino's is very similar to this song, like conceptually mm-hmm. and lyrically. But I feel like I like Mood Ring more because it's longer. And I think yeah. it has more like roasts in it or mm-hmm. satirical lyrics. She's like roasting people, but in a, in a way that you don't, they wouldn't see it as a roast. But people or who like, see it from her perspective definitely know it's a roast. Yeah, like she's roasting, but if somebody like who she's roasting listens like, to this uh, song, they like, wouldn't realize. Like us saying roast is so way below Lord's vocabulary. Like she'd okay. be like, this is not a roast. This is a criticism. Yeah, she's critiquing um, people who, I don't know. Yeah. Just, she's critiquing people. Uh, have you watched the music video? I haven't. I actually watched it and it was very simple. And I hate that I'm using cool to describe it, but I really can't explain it in any other way. I just felt good vibes. Oh my God, I also hate saying good vibes, but I don't know. Like I just, first, a person who listens to a lot of Taylor, Phoebe, and Lord, I have very bad vocabulary. Yeah. Um, but everyone watch the video. Also, while after you watch it, 
read the comments because the people there are so big brained and smart and they talked about a lot of interesting interpretations of the song I will definitely um, watch because I don't know. I love the world that Moonring creates. Mm-hmm. It's just cool. And I think saying um, the Moonrings tell us how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. That's so like, yeah, again, big brain. Like I would have never thought of that. Yeah. Um, also, if she doesn't have Moonrings as part of her merch collection, mm-hmm. she should have. But yeah, other than that, I think this is actually my favorite of the singles. Me too. I agree. Yes, we are big brained. We are. Okay, last song is Oceanic Feeling. Um, does she she doesn't say oceanic feeling in this, right? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Okay. Um the length of this song is very lord, it being like six minutes. Classic. But I like I like the way. The album starts and this is the ending track and I really like how this ends. It's super reflective and it just talks about like how she's feeling about the future, which yep. it's kind of a parallel or like the exact opposite of the beginning where she's kind of introducing catching up to speed. Now she's like talking mm-hmm. about the future, which is very um, beautiful. I really love the lyrics of the song. And I didn't even realize how long it was until me neither last night. I was like, whoa, this song is so long. Uh, probably my favorite part of this song is her lyrics when she goes, now the cherry black lipstick's gathering dust in a drawer because pure heroin era, she would wear that lipstick color all the freaking time. And then she goes, I don't need her anymore because I got this power. That's so cute. This album just shows like so much growth. I know. I, I just love the way she grows through every album mm-hmm. it just I don't know I don't feel like there's any other artist that I can see growth from as much as I can from her yeah it's crazy because like she started out when she was 15 or 16 like I was reading her um fan wiki last night and apparently she was signed when she was 13 or 14 or like that's when she started writing music girl when I was 13 I was making edits of me and Niall <laughs> Girl, when I was 13, I was, I don't even know. Who knows? Yeah, like, I don't get it. Like, how come all these artists, they were such cool young teens? Like, where did we go wrong? (laughs) What do you mean? We are cool young teens. (laughs) Anyways, um, any other thoughts on Oceanic Feeling? Um. I think the title. I also love this. I love the song title. The title's cool because it's kind of like the feeling that the song gives you. Yeah. It's not really a lyric. It's just mm-hmm. the feeling of the song, which I don't think I've ever seen before. Yeah. And at the beginning of the episode, I said I was going to bring up this tweet that also just like sealed the deal for me. Um, this person says, Pure Heroine was Lord's growing up album and Melodrama was her growing pains album and Solar Power is so clearly Lord finally settling into herself. So it's so cute. It's so true. Love Lord so much. But yeah, that is it. This album has 12 songs. There is a yes. deluxe version. Yeah, there is. I don't, but it's not on Spotify. Yeah, I don't know how we can listen to them. I guess you might have to buy, like, the physical CD to hear them. We'll see. Maybe I'll see it at Target and feel yeah. spicy and buy but it. But anyways, 
one more thing I wanted to say. I know like her track lists really are never that long besides Pure Heroine because that ha- that was like an extended version. I don't know if these 12 songs were worth the four-year wait. One of them, one reason why I say that is because Leader of a New Regime felt so short. It's like an interlude basically. So we got like 11 and a half songs technically, mm-hmm. which makes it her shortest track list. I don't know. It's just, she just set the bar so high with like ribs, liability, green light, perfect places. But at the same time, she is a grown woman now. And it's not our fault if we can't catch up with her, you know? Yeah. Like emo- just, emotionally. Yeah. She's just on a, she's on, she's leveled up more than we ever probably can. Like, way, like I think quarantine probably did her wonders. Yeah. <laughs> it was really rough for us, but I guess it was good for her. But I'm glad we got it. Like, yeah, secrets from a girl mm-hmm. was never getting worth it to me. Okay, now on to our favorite part of every single album episode: top three and honorable mentions. Okay, um, top three for me: easy one is "Secrets from a Girl." I think it's everybody's mood ring and big star. With an honorable mention being California. Wow, I think this is the first time that we have all the same favorites and honorable mention, but like kind of in different order. I think for me, the first two are the same, but my third one is um, California, and then my honorable mention is Big Star. Wow, so we just switched a little bit. Yeah, this is the very first time that our rankings are like almost identical. Well, Mark, Mark the... I don't even know. This is a record. This is a breaking. <laughs> this is a record. I don't. I can't. I don't suppose any future episodes. I mean, album episodes will get this close, but we'll see. The day that we get like <laughs> the same exact ranking is a day that we need to celebrate. It'll be such a special day. Yeah. Special. Oh my God, I lo- special album. I love that it was so close because what was the last album that we went over? Happier than ever. Yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah. I feel like we kind of it wasn't as close as I thought it was gonna be. But this one, Mm -hmm. wow! I actually I thought we were gonna get pretty close rankings on Billy, but this one, closest we've ever gotten. Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy! Wow, I'm impressed. Maybe we're just rubbing off on each other. Yeah, I think we might be. (laughs) Forty-one episodes in, and this is where we're at now. Maybe like by the time we get to episode fifty, and then after that, we'll probably start having identical rankings. Yeah, our opinions are just blending together and we're becoming one person because we I talk know. So much. Yeah, we need to like start some fights on here because <laughs> we need to entertain the people. We need to have debates. Oh my god, no, I'm so bad. I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> okay. Um next is New Music Friday. Okay, I'm gonna be real honest with you guys. Ever since this album came out i really haven't listened to any other songs except for like maybe two other songs so i'm just gonna tell you guys what stood out to me from the last two weeks first one is sierra nights by kevin abstract who is a member of brockhampton and it's featuring ryan bd i only listened to this because i love ryan bd um next one is racetrack by car wash and daydream by johnny orlando 
So those are like my other songs that I've been listening to. Johnny Orlando. I know. Okay. Like, trust me, guys. He's he's a different person now. And Mm -hmm. I really I checked his Spotify this morning, and the first artist that comes up um, in the section where fans of this person also like. Do you know who it is? Jacob Sartorius. Uh, wait, how did you know that? Did you check? No, I just guessed. It's freaking Jacob Sartorius, but I <laughs> swear to God, guys, his new music is good. Okay, maybe I'll have to listen and defend you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my three picks were Fleabag by Youngblood, which literally sounds like a five sauce song. But really? We, we we know that he sounds like a five wait, sauce like, member. Like old five sauce music? Yes. Yes. Okay, can't wait to listen then. Um, number one fan by the Driver Era, and they need to release wait, more music. What is this? This is a new song. Mm-hmm. When did it come out? It was on my release radar, so at least in the last two weeks. Oh my I god, think. I'm so excited! I haven't listened to them in a while. And then Glow by Drew Mack, who I think <gasps> oh god, is I releasing music now because. Olivia's oh my god, I'm literally so fake. I posted that he was dropping a new song on our store, and I didn't mm-hmm. even realize. The time has come already because I'm just obsessed with solar power. Yeah, we solar power has overtaken our minds, and I feel mm-hmm. like it's pretty valid. Yeah. Also, I made a new Spotify playlist called Lord and Savior, and I just put all my favorite Lord songs on there. Oh, I so love the don't name. mind me if you see me listen to that for like the next two weeks. I'm honestly gonna be listening to Solar Power until like three days before my Olivia O'Brien concert, so I can refresh her discography. You know. <laughs> yeah. So you have excited. little you have a calendar on what music you have to listen to. Mm-hmm. Now on to shout outs. You can go first. Okay. So I was looking for something that was relating to Lord just because she's a cool girly. Mm-hmm. And I found this shop. It's called Burning Red Candles. And the description of the shop is candles that bring the lyrics we love to life. And it's Ooh. pretty small so far. Like there's not many. Oh wait. No, there's actually a lot of things. There's just not a lot of things being sold right now i think they probably sold out sold out already but there's two um solar power candles there's a solar power the song candle and it's mango and coconut it's so cute has like a little it's like blue and then um it has the little solar power logo and it says lead the girl boys and girls onto the beaches and then the mood ring candle is green and it has little crystals and it says it's a strawberry kiwi candle which is like hairy energy but it says we'll keep dancing till the mood rings which i love and then there's also a solar powered solar power inspired cupcake wax melt which is like a little ocean looking cupcake and there's also a taylor swift blank space inspired candle we haven't had a candle shout out in a long time actually I know. I spiced it up a little. Okay. Mine is indirectly related to Lord. (laughs) It's art. I think it's pronounced Artify California. Um, They specialize in pet tags, jewelry, flower boxes, and keychains. And I say it's indirectly related because um, this one keychain, I mean, dog tag, I guess, reminded me of Big Star. And it's like you could get a matching keychain with your dog's pet tag so i think that's, that's really so cool cute. yeah it's um very similar style to that one ring shout out you gave a couple weeks back with your 777 ring mm-hmm. it's like that type of style so so cute if charlie had wore a collar i would definitely get us matching ones but he hates wearing anything so 
I might just get one for myself. A ring, not a not a pet tag. <laughs> a pet tag for you. That'd yeah, be funny. So that's all from us this week. Can't believe next week is gonna be our last episode of season two. I know it went by really, really fast. Yeah. Like so much happened in real life and in the world of music. True. Wow. And I, yeah, season three is going to be so much fun because we're going to finally, for the first time, we get to talk about like new concerts. Yeah. That we, that we're going to like Olivia, Concert Harry. season. Pitbull. Yeah. Oh my God, so excited. And then we're going to, we, I think we've said this like at the beginning of season two, but we're definitely planning on having more guests on season three. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just so excited. Can't wait. This podcast keeps me sane. Me too. I love it. It's just so fun. Yeah. So thanks everybody for listening. And last time I checked, we're super, super close to 600 overall streams. So hopefully by the time this episode comes out, we'll pass that. Yep. That would be amazing. I know. So shout out to you guys. Thanks everyone. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.